And welcome back. Uh, gee, it's good to be doing this again. Um, this is going to be episode 16 of uh, Saberland. I just, I, I, I purchased a mango the other day, and I just, I've never actually done that before, I realize, so what better occasion for a new episode. I purchased this mango. It sat in my, on my kitchen for about, like, eh, let's see, I got it. I guess I got it Sunday, today's Tuesday. So, uh, came home, googled how do you, how to cut a mango. Surprisingly, a surprisingly high number of results came, or an, an intriguing variety of uh, results. So I, I did that, cut it up, avoided the seed, and uh, incredibly delicious, uh, fresh mango. So, uh, yeah, so what better, uh, what better reason than to get back behind the mic here in Saberland Studio and do another uh, late summer episode. I think it's been like two weeks, and um, the Sabres did the earth-shaking move of uh, re-signing Zemgus, or uh, Zeus, um, as he's known in Latvia. And uh, so, again, I just thought the only way to celebrate was to have a mango. So I'm going to, uh, that's going to be it for my opening. <laughs> that's going to be it for the whole episode. Uh, that's it for the opening. And I'm going to uh, just, I'll see you on the other side. Well, um, so yeah, like I said, there's, um, again, there's, there's, I'm not even sure anything has happened in the NHL. I mean, I think, I think Zemgus signing is like the only piece of news that I can even recall in the, in the entire league for the last month. I really wonder what, um, I wonder what, what actually goes on. I mean, like, cause do people still, if you work for a hockey team, are you still going into the office every day in the, in August? Probably not. Well, maybe it just depends on what you're doing. I mean, because I feel like you're, certain people are got to be getting right, like ticket, like season ticket mailers and and things out. And I know that the uh, the social media guys, people, staff are are, are working overtime, um, trying to show how witty they are. And uh, so the um, yeah, Sabers are, are they're posting some stuff. The Bills embarrass themselves um, yet again. I, I so I suppose I could say that a lot. Uh, so there's the funny thing, I, yeah, I, of, of, uh, yesterday, well, yeah, late Sunday night, they had the news broke that Anquan Bolden had retired on the Bills, which again, I think it's about, it's, it's, the first thing that came to mind, uh, was of course the, uh, it's the, like with the, the end of Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy when Marvin, uh, um, is well, we uh, well basically the the heroes are being chased through the, uh, the bottom, like the, the, the bowels of Magrathia, um, and then suddenly all the guards chasing them just die. And then they learn that the ship that controlled the suits of the guards killed itself because Marvin was trying to talk to it. So and, and Marvin says, you know, something something effective, the ship killed itself rather than talk to me. Which is basically the story of the Bills as well, uh, with particularly with respect to Anquan Bolden's brief tenure. I, it's kind of like, um, I'd love to assemble like a, <clears throat> an ultimate never, a non-Bills, like, like nega-Bills team, um, 
like Matt Leinert would be the quarterback. Um, Bolden would be the receiver. Sean Merriman would be the lead linebacker. No, he did. I mean, he did see in-game action, but he was just like a he was just like a, a withered husk of what he once was by the time he got to the Bills. Whoever, who, what player except for Mario Williams ever chooses to come to the Bills unless it's a, well, including Mario Williams, unless it's either cash grab or, you know, or you're at the end of your career. Owens did the same thing. Um, the only time good young players ever come to the Bills is because they're drafted, and then they immediately leave as soon as they want. So uh, and that's, that's the story of Buffalo. I don't, you know, why would anyone want to choose to move there? Um, I understand that, but, uh, I mean, it's, it's, I'm, I'm, well, it's not, it's not entirely true, but it does feel like that sometimes, um, unless, unless you get someone who has either somehow has been there before, like, you know, with the Sabres, how Oposo was saying last summer when he signed with Buffalo, like, he has, he has some family in the area, and they spoke highly of it, and, uh, of course, he knew Matt Molson, and, um, you know, as far as, it's, of course, hockey players, Sometimes, I mean, there's, it's just different depending on, you know, hockey players may have, um, probably are more likely to have connections to Buffalo than football players. Cause like how many, how many, even, even the guys who played at UB, like, I don't think it, very few Buffalo football players have been born in Buffalo. It's, uh, Starks and Naaman Roosevelt, my, uh, my favorite bill. Cause I remember him, I think he, I think he went to Orchard, I think he went to Orchard Park. Um, I'm pretty sure he was, I I definitely went to UB as well. I think Naaman played at the same time that I did. I mean, I, th- I didn't play football. I think he went to high school at the same time that I did. Somebody out there can uh, tweet at me and tell me whether that's true or not. Um, I don't even know if he went to Orchard Park. But he went to one of those high schools, and uh, and then he scored a touchdown against the Jets once, which is like, Naaman Roosevelt also got like signed and cut probably 10 times in, in, when Chan Gailey was the Bills coach. At any rate... Uh, the Bills embarrassed themselves, the Bills social media staff embarrassed themselves because, uh, I mean, it's not their fault, but there's that great picture that the Bills tweeted like, like two weeks ago today, um, when both Watkins and Bolden were still on the team. And it was a picture of both of them saying like, did we just become best friends? It's like, just stop trying to be clever. You run a Twitter account for a sports team. Like you're not, you're just, you're you're like, like, (laughs) you're not clever. I, I just, I don't get it. Um, I just, I don't, for that matter, again, I don't understand why anyone ever, like, takes Twitter so seriously that, I mean, if the best you can do to express yourself is Twitter, then you really need to rethink your goals in life. But, uh, that's just my opinion. Um, clearly. But, uh, anyway, um, although, then again, like, a job is a job, so I guess, um, I shouldn't assume that the people who are that who are run, running the Bills and or Sabres Twitter accounts, I've always wanted to do that. Um, but uh, at any rate, um, it uh, yeah, it was um, just hilarious that uh, yet another instance of the Bills, um, and just it's just constant complete. I don't, see, I I don't even know what to refer to. I I, I was thinking back on what I, my comments about the Bills. My, in the last episode here, and I was saying, I really think they got better, and I, I, I do need to, I've, with, with more time, I, I, I'm, maybe I, I still could say, I still might say that it probably could have been better for the Bills in the long term, but, but it's, it, but as a tank move, because in thinking about it more, um, 
it's I guess maybe the the better way to say the the, the more I, I I'm not it's not like I'm totally trying to reverse or undo what I said, but maybe the better way of of putting it is they're not really that much worse than they were before, um, and the team might be a little bit more stable, um, even though Matthews like got hurt in his first play in practice. Um, I, I, overall, he's probably he's historically been a more reliable player than the Bills or than than Watkins. So to that extent, um, the Bills might be better in the sense that if if Jordan Matthews is healthy, basically more or less every week, as one might be able to safely, more or less safely assume, um, you we it, we the, the uh, yeah. See, my use of better was not really was not great, but uh, the word better, but. They are, but what I, what I, I think what I, a better way of saying what I want to, what I was trying to articulate was that if, if, uh, well, they're, they're just, they're, they're, they're more of a, like a cohesive team because they're probably going to be, there might be a little bit more, um, yeah, stability in the roster from week to week. Obviously, um, if, you know, to the extent that Jordan Matthews stays healthy, um, or anyone, but since Watkins was like, I compared him with Jaguar. He was complete car. He was completely, he was always unpredictable. Like he might have, let's just say he, you know, he might end the, end the season with pretty good receiving numbers, but if he, but he does that in like eight games, um, and against and never, and I mean, how many times has he played, has he had a big game against the Patriots or, and, and if so, how, how often has that ever led to a win? Never, uh, certainly not, never a win, um, directly because of him. But, uh, my point is, I mean, for as great a player as he is, um, it's just kind of he was just he basically he was a wasted asset. So they were able to turn him into a a, a draft pick, fine, um, which which at least makes us begin to break even draft pick wise uh, for in the Watkins trade tree. Um, but again, I think for, as far as I can tell, Jordan Matthews might is a little bit more solid, and and really his career numbers are almost the same. He's played more games, um, so maybe the per game production is not as high, but is basically they're they've been in the league for the same number of years. So they're basically, I don't, I just don't think they're, the Bills are that much worse. And, um, and what, what good they are is at least a little more consistent. Whereas like, where, with Watkins in, it was like, well, maybe he'll have a great game today and magically lead us to victory. Um, no, it's not going to happen. So, but just, but I don't even know what, yet again, I just, it doesn't, it's, 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 it's more, it's just befuddling why they, why they do anything? Like why? Why the timing? Um, and then of course Bolden quits, which is just hilarious. And then, and so now there's a report today, and of course this it's it could just be, it could just be something that was leaked to the, to the media for some reason or who knows. But a report that the Bills are not listening to McCoy trade offers and won't. And it's like okay, but why, like why you just want to win six games again as, as they as like with every year? I mean, how does that make the team better? I just, it's, it's just so stupid, and yeah, it's just, it's incredible to me how, how, you know, because, because McDermott went up there in his press conference and goes, you know, like, oh, I, I'm part of that, the, the drought, I feel that, and I, I have that every day, and great, you know, then do something about it, like, listen, read up on your Ben Franklin, and like, Bills, and just start doing, like, learn from the past, um, the Sabres, at least, that's the thing about the tank for the Sabres, it was a smart move. Now, we'll see, it remains to be seen, of course, how well or if it will work, but it's the right way to go about trying to build a champion. And uh, it looks like this year is as good a year as any for the Bills to, tr- to, to, to bottom out 
and try and get one of these quarterbacks. I mean, I'll never, I'll never forget. Um, I just happened upon the uh, the Rose Bowl game last year with, um, yeah, it was Penn State and USC, and uh, and it lo- it sounds like I think the uh, the the USC quarterback is going to come out, Darnold, with the squarest head I've ever seen. Um, he looks like a Minecraft figure, but uh, great. I mean, incredible performance. One of the greatest, you know, college games I've ever seen. Where USC came back, and they ended up winning like fifty-one to forty-nine or something over Penn State, um, or fifty-two to forty-nine. Um, but just incredible. I mean, both teams are amazing. Then the Penn State running back—I forget his name. He I think he's he he may be the favorite for the Heisman this year. That that guy was, that guy was unbelievable. But Darnold led USC just back every time. It was great. But uh, anyway, he's there. Um, the US UCLA quarterback, the guy in Arizona, or. Or is it Arkansas or Arizona? Uh, it's Jackson, the guy who had like a million rushing touchdowns last year, and I think I think he like single. I think he scored like seven touchdowns against Syracuse. Anyway, seems like this is a good year for the Bills to tank. Um, you know, it's again, it's like and the Jets figure have figured it out, um, but it's not unlike when the Sabers and number teams were you know in the whole the McDavid year. Um, they were going for it, and uh, you can't blame them because it's, I mean, look where the Oilers are now. Um, you know, the Sabres, it's, you know, it, it not, none of this stuff is actually easy, but you put yourself, in, I mean, again, it's like, I mean, and, and if, if what I said earlier, my sort of fear-mongering Buffalonian take on uh, potential free agents' reluctance to sign in Western New York, um, or hypothetical free agents' reluctance to sign in New York, which, you know, debatable how real that is, and uh, probably is, certainly is for some <clears throat> some players, if that's true of Buffalo, it is certainly true of Edmonton. Nobody would ever sign in Edmonton of their own volition in a in a in a in a McDavidless war like, universe. But you know, the Oilers get McDavid. That allow that opens up. I mean, I've said I've talked about this before. That if you see what a, 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 the pre, the presence of the McDavid does for the other guys in the Oilers. Um, Drysdale, great player, but also like. Um, he's totally freed up to do his thing because, because you can't you can't totally focus on him, which makes him better because McDavid obviously draws everybody else's top defensemen, you know, top uh, attention and et cetera, top attention, you know, whatever. Um, and and then and also you know that's without without McDavid they wouldn't sign Lucic, um, who brings something. I mean you know it just it it totally changes the way you're able to build a team and. To some extent, maybe that's why the Sabres are able to land Oposo. I mean, he, I think he even said that the fact that you know that Eichel was there, and that's a that's a that's a factor. Um, so anyway, the if but the Bills could also because you know it's funny how people I mean, you know if you if you're in Buffalo, you know this or any any Northeast slash Great Lakes area, um, you know people always make fun of Buffalo. I've said this about my the Phoenix anecdote I told. I mean people. Which which subverted my expectation, but anyone who you know learns you're from Buffalo always sorts of just assumes um, the worst. They talk about the snow and the cold and whatever, and that's and every time you know again like that's all that they ever talk about on the, on the broadcasts when it's a game in Buffalo. They talk about how cold it is. You can't you got to have a running strong running game because you can't throw the ball because it's cold. Well, the two two of the best quarterbacks in the league right now play in you know, Green Bay, which is colder than Buffalo. It's a dry cold, the tundra, and then and. Boston, I mean, or Massachusetts, like, Tom Brady is, is the best quarterback of all time. It snows just as much in Foxborough as it does in Buffalo, or it's, or, and, or it's just as cold. 
Um, but no one ever talks about that because you have if you have good players, it doesn't matter. I mean, the Bills had Jim Kelly and it didn't slow him down. Um, people stop talking about the cold when you have a good team. So the Bills need to understand that and they need to tank and do whatever. I mean, and maybe they really are. I mean, that's you know, but they 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 have their reasons, I'm sure, for holding on McCoy and maybe the Bolden thing was unplanned. Um, and as much as I even said they got better last last time, I mean, it's not like that. That didn't mean, I mean, I, I certainly didn't, didn't think, regardless of how I came across or what I might have even said, I, it was never, I never believed they were going to be actively good. It would just be the best, the best I could have said about the Bills was that other teams were so bad that the Bills, you know, like their media, their mediocrity was, was less dense than that of other teams. Therefore, they would rise to some sort of above the, some level of, you know, that, that was necessary to, to get them into, you know, maybe a wild card berth or something. I don't really think that anymore. I think the Bills' mediocrity is just as thick and strong and dense as ever. So thick that it might warrant a spot on the periodic table. So, um, yeah, those are my Bills' hot takes. Um, but, uh, yeah, you know, um, and it's, it's again, I realize this is ostensibly a Sabres podcast, but there's, I'm, I'm going to... I actually even want to do just like a football episode. I think next, I think Labor Day weekend, I'll have Adam, he of my other podcast fame, relative fame, and freak, uh, once once upon a time guest of an early episode, Adam Burley will be on, and we'll probably do like a a summer a summer retrospective of sports. Um, you know what great things became or happened in baseball this summer? Very few. What great things? might one look forward to in football this season? Not much. And then whatever else is on our minds, um, which may be a lot. So uh, that's my that's sort of the, the, the tentative plan for, for uh, Labor Day weekend, um, which is always one of the most thrilling weekends of the year. And uh, and then we'll just go from there because not it's not long after that that hockey will be back. I think, I mean, training camp is probably going to have to start mid... I think the first preseason game is the 15th of September, so less than a month away. Um, and then, so really, I mean, camp camp may well start the end of the end of Labor Day week. You know, the low, well, or you know, yeah, the low single digits of uh, September. So we're not th- we're not that far away. Pardon me. Um, so let's see. What, so this week, I uh, I know I've I know I've spoken uh, of my NHL 17 exploits, um, here and there, I, I rage deleted, not rage, but I, um, I just, I deleted it in the heat of competition for my PlayStation this week, because I, I, I basically, I mean, it's, the, the new one will, well, the new game, I think, is, is definitely coming out mid-September, so I've just sort of, I've only been playing, like, one or two games a week, and I've, I've just been the, I haven't, I've stopped playing as other teams, I'm just the Sabres, um, and I had a good, I had a little good run there, where I was, like, winning a bunch in a row, and then, Oh, and then on the weekend, I think I lost, like, I think I did a game, like, Friday and Sunday, and I lost two in a row. And then I played it, I don't even know what day, but I was playing, I was playing as the Sabres, and of course the guy I'm playing against chooses the Leafs, and he got up, or she got up, like, 4 nothing in the first period, and I just was like, I'm done, I'm never playing this game again. The AI is horrible, it was, it was everything's fault but my own. Um, the defense was slow. You know, and it still got it's it still defaults to the roster. Well, it's dumb because it defaults it defaults to like the pre-roster from the beginning of the season. So the lines are like impossible and horrible. 
Um, but I didn't even bother changing it because you can, well, when you're playing online, you have no choice. It doesn't. It forces you to use like the final e default EA rosters, which is really annoying because they stopped doing them. They stopped releasing updates like I don't know right before the playoffs start. So I'm throwing lines out there, you know, like like the coach start, sends out like. Um, uh, my first line was like Ennis, O'Reilly, and Oposo, which is like a, which is a horrible pairing, obviously. Um, and Ennis is probably one of the worst, the least effective players in that game because he's not no, he just gets knocked off the puck every time, gets crushed. He's not he's not particularly fast in it, and it's just it's just not doesn't work well. And uh, none of the defense is any good. Um, sometimes in the games Kulikov could hit, but and he can skate a little bit, but but really the and, and, and Leonard is just complete trash in the game um so he let in yeah he let in four softies and the Leafs were just blowing their like Matthews and Nylander and Marnett were blowing by my defenseman and it was just so bad so I was like you know what I don't need to finish this game and I'm not even gonna play NHL 17 ever again so I just deleted it and that was that but uh as of but I am currently downloading um Uncharted, uh, the new Uncharted game, which uh, should be interesting because it's uh, it's a spin-off of sort of a, of of, of uh, the Uncharted series. So it's featuring two two sort of supporting characters from previous games. So it may be the first game in history or thing in history to pass the treasure Bechdel test, which is uh, two women on screen not talking about treasure at a certain time or a man's treasure. So. Um, I'm excited to play that. Um, Uncharted always is always fun, so I'll probably do that to relax after I finish here. Today was uh, it's a good day for video games because uh, even though I've gotten rid of hockey, uh, because today I probably had, I probably faced um, maybe the maybe the the, the single most uh, yeah sort of like um, maybe important meeting of my business career uh, today. Um, you know, I was talking uh, one of the recent episodes about how how great it would be if life presented you with clear moments that uh, that are defining or 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 potentially or they're important. I mean, not necessarily defining because I don't know if today was a defining moment for myself professionally, um, but it's certainly something I'll remember because it was a it was a key first in life. You know, it's so it ends up seemingly being easy to point to firsts um, in life when you're looking back on important moments because. You know, if it just that's it's the first time you've done something, so you you kind of judge every other time you do it based on that, um, or something, or you know, or, or just or and or depending on what we're talking about, you know, things can get easier the more you do them. So in my case, I had a meeting with an incredibly senior level person at my company. That in fact, the second uh, and it's a privately held company, but the second most second most powerful person, um, second in command, uh, the the hand of the king, if you will. And, uh, it went well, you know, I just, um, I had to, uh, basically, well, it doesn't matter why, uh, except that, let's just say it had to do with some HR things, um, nothing related, nothing, you know, bad regarding my status in the company, but, um, we had to, I, I've made a decision that I had to discuss, and it's because of certain connections, it had to go to a very senior level, and, and I had to basically make a case for something. And I did it, and, uh, it went well, and, uh, and so I just, um, you know, I, 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 I endlessly find it interesting, even though, the, even though um, this is not exactly related to the thing I just said, but I, I'm always interested in how, you know, I, I hire people in my job. I'm a manager for a, my group, 
but I and I love um, I love being able to interview people. I love hire choosing who to hire, um, whom to hire, and I love develop trying to develop people. And it doesn't always sometimes it's easier. Some people are easier than others. Sometimes you find out you don't really get along with someone, and it's very difficult to 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 make that happen. Or or you or you know or or you know you don't trust them, and you don't. Um, or, you know, and you, and you really don't want, you can't develop that person because you just don't think it's, it's just not going to work or whatever may happen. Um, and, uh, I'm always, I find that all, it's interesting. And that's just always something that I've, it's, I do, you know, it does go back to, you know, I spent how much time did I just spend this in the beginning of this episode? Just sort of, you know, I, I, I just place a lot of blind faith in, in, in the, the optimism of potential, um, meaning, uh, it's all tanking or things you know, with regard to sports. Tanking will always be a good idea to me because, um, you know, I, I, I basically am, am very, it's very easy for me to just to tell, to convince myself that this is not, this thing is not working and I'm just going to completely give up and restart from the scratch. Um, and assen- essentially saying there's something about this that could never really get worse. So what's the point in, in doing what I need to, to find some way to try and get, to get back on top. Um, and so, but the point being that I, 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 it's easy for me to convince myself that there are, there are, there are, or just, it's easy for me to see ways out of what I'm doing, but often it might involve, uh, yeah, just blowing up whatever I'm part of. Um, but that's, you can't do that when you're, you can't, but of course I know you can't do that all the time in real life. It's nice to sit here in my, literally my, my, my bedroom talking, talking to a microphone and say, well, the Sabres and Bill should just do this and that because it's so easy. Well, it's not that easy really when it's, it is your job and your job is at, is on this, is it, is at stake? And you know, that's very difficult and it's, and it's not in, in anyone's job. I mean, for me, I, it's, there are days where, you know, I might wish I could just fire somebody and, um, I mean, sometimes I can, and some, and I have, and some, you know, sometimes you you do do that, but you can't just do that to everybody all the time. You have to actually work with people and figure out a way to make to get something done, and um, so that's a that's an interesting and and challenging uh, sort of reality too. Of just um, you know, it's it'd be great if life were sports because sports seems so easy from a distance, and I mean, as do many things, I guess, but. Uh, um, it's not always the case, and so, uh, so, yeah. So I, so I had a, this, 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 you know. I mean, I, I actually, I had, I had been in a meeting with this person prior to today, um, and so that made it easier to plan for. Uh, but uh, yeah, I was definitely, you know, because I, I, actually, the, the the Diamondbacks are in town playing the Mets actually right now, and if it weren't for it for this meeting this morning, I would have gone probably to the. I probably would be at City Field right now. Um, uh, or, or perhaps even last night might've gone, but, um, I'm not, and that, you know, that's fine. Uh, I'll play some Uncharted, but, and, and, and do a little talky, talky cast, but, uh, um, but I'm not doing that, and, uh, I didn't do those things, because, um, yeah, that's, I, I, you know, uh, uh, things develop in your professional career, and, uh, you know, they, they can, I wasn't necessarily, it's not like I was nervous or didn't want to go to the game because I would have felt like I might have blown the meeting, but I just, well, I certainly wasn't going to go have a late night or, you know, have, have like a, go and have some beers at a game or whatever. Um, and I, and, and, uh, it's so hot out tonight too, cause I had, I had to dress up, I had to get full suit and everything for the meeting. And, uh, 
which I don't always, I, I don't, I don't have to do most of the time in the summer because we're, we go casual, but, uh, um, I know that's tremendously interesting, but, uh, yeah, so, so I, I, I didn't do that. So I'm just, um, I don't know. I, I don't even know what, what, what the point of all that is, except I'm, I'm here now. I made it through the stuff and, uh, it's just nice to be home. And I felt like I had, I felt like I just wanted to, to just come in and sit down and talk through some, some bills and sabers and, uh, and do that, and, uh, I guess no one should ever be afraid of, of, of things in, in their career, um, I try to not be, um, I face things, I try to face things that I don't want to do, um, and, and I, I fight, I try to figure out, um, something that I can tell myself about a difficult, like, so, so, so yeah, for this, this situation, I mean, I, I, it's very hard for me to, um, be a per, be the one that causes a difficult conversation. I I I never it's my never my incline my urge to sort of uh, initiate a difficult honest conversation and have it feel like it's all under control. It's it's easy. It's kind of you know it's very it's it's related to this sort of whole you know blowing things up and restarting. Um, it's related to that. It's very easy for me to, and even when people are talking to me, it's like it's I just sort of interpret it as well. They've given up, so now we have to re rebuild everything. Um, it's easy for that to kind of be the thing that happens, um, and uh, it's not. Again, that's a, that's not a really, it's not a safe. It's not the way you want I, that I want to live my life. So I try. I, I. But it's been difficult to sort of get over that. So I try to find some aspect of, um, of what's going of something I'm doing that might be very difficult for me, and uh, focus on you know f find the thing about it that makes it easy to get through for instance today um you know i had to just say well what are the facts of the situation that have precipitated this meeting um so basically we're moving you know it's i'm, I'm not because I, I, I don't want to come across as you know being like difficult or or, or whiny or um br i'm not trying to bring a problem that it, that i have create i you know I, I make it clear that i didn't create this problem i've done everything i can to remedy it um, and it, but it's clearly gone beyond that. And it's something I need to involve other people in, which is, of course is something I try to do day to day anyway, but especially so when it's involving very senior levels of management in my company, almost the most senior level. And, uh, so yeah, I just, you know, I, I just said, well, I'm just going to focus on the facts. I'll present the facts and say, you know, the decision will be, will be yours, of course, and I will live with it and, 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 and do whatever you wish. Cause you're the one who you're in the position to make, to make those calls. Um, but here's my, this is, this is what I've seen, and this is why I think it's, it's, it, it should be brought to you, and I, and this is why it's, uh, happened. Um, so the point is, uh, I guess I'm just, I don't know, I'm just talking, I'm just rambling now about problem solving or something, but, um, uh, but I, yeah, I, you know, again, it's, 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 it's so easy to just have a, it's easy to have a podcast and just say what the Bills and Sabres should do, um, but of course it's, things aren't really so easy, so, um, I guess I'm, and also I'm realizing now how I'm glad that there aren't people, I'm, sh I'm convinced that there are no people out there in the world making podcasts about what I do day to day in my job. And, uh, that's also a lot of pressure, even though I'm sure I know no one from the Sabres or Bills ever listens to me. Um, or for that matter, really hardly anyone at all <laughs> listens, but that's okay. Um, uh, so yeah. Well. Here we are now, the final act. Um, uh, yeah, I had my fantasy football draft on, on Saturday. 
um, I finished a number, a couple, a couple things finished over the weekend. Um, I'd been reading this massive novel. I'm a big Neil Stephenson fan, and so I finished uh, his his latest novel called Seven Eves um, on on Saturday, and I've been reading for at least about two months. It's it's nearly 900 pages about the moon blowing up, about the world ending, you know, easy stuff, and uh, and it was great. I mean, I really, I it was it was one of those books though that was so he built such a world within it and um i've never quite read a book quite like it because it was it was it was it was incredibly interesting stuff and he really really had um almost to the level of uh it was like the level of world within it was almost you know jk rowling-esque um not quite but almost and uh and yet he's less interested in in, in even He's less interested in, in less interested in explaining stuff, although some things he explains in completely um, in very fascinating ways. But some things he doesn't explain at all. Um, so there's just it's just this is just the way this world is, and you have to really pick it up quickly, or else the book will make no sense, um, or it will stop making sense. Uh, and um, and so I. Uh, yeah, I, 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 well, see, I'm, it's, it's even difficult now because I'm, it's like, it's, it's still trying to wrap my head around it because it's, um, I've just never really read a book like it. It's like two thirds of it is a very straight, is a relatively straightforward story. And the final third is not so much that. Um, but, uh, so I've been thinking and I, and I've always been a, a space nerd. So I, I, I loved that. Um, and it's just very interesting. And so I, so I've been thinking about the book since it ended, but then I, um, had my fantasy draft, and I was thinking about turn-based stories um, and how almost anything could be turned into a, you know, because because the way that you know the way that the draft works in in a fantasy football of course is um, is just by you know just it's it's like an RPG it's like it's just turn-based um, selections and then uh, of course the, and then the finale of the Adventure Zone came out like last week and I, I admit I joined that relatively late in the game. Um, in fact, I think this was, was even only like the second episode, full episode I've actually listened to. Um, but I, 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 I totally got into it and, um, was thinking about like how, uh, I don't know, it'd just be funny if somebody did, um, what I'm getting at is it would be, I would, I would love to start, uh, like a hockey Dungeons and Dragons podcast somehow. Now, I don't know how, I don't know how it could be done, um, but because uh, somebody would have to be like the Zamboni master or ZM, and then you could just have, and of course, and I, I, I spoke with my friend Steve about this, and possibly Steve's one of the few people who listens, so maybe you're listening right now. So thank you for the link you sent me. Um, but yes, this was there was a Reddit post like two years ago about this exact idea, and uh, I really want to do it now. So maybe if there's a way I could make this happen, I might, I maybe one day I'll do at least an episode of this show, of like a hockey Dungeons and Dragons, because I think, I think you could figure out a way to make it, the, I mean, it would be the, the quest for the cup, <laughs> except all the things would be, would be just hockey games, so starting with, I think you have to be drafted first, you choose, like, a nationality origin, origin, um, position, uh, you know, if you're, yeah, and if you're a goalie, you'd have certain, well, every player would have certain equipment or, you know, items that would be better or worse, um, and then somehow you'd find a way to do it, and I think it could be really fun, because it's, it's like, it, 
you know, it's like there are, it's, uh, it's, it'd be, it's, it's more difficult in, in hockey because you could easily do it for baseball. It'd be incredibly easy, actually, because, like, I, I, I remember I said this the other a few episodes ago, but baseball is a turn-based sport already. Um, that's why it's, it's easy to, to track statistically, because it's just the same action. It originates with the same action every instance of play, and then goes a certain number of ways, and then, and then that's it. Um, but fundamentally, everything, it starts the same way every time, whereas other sports are not like that. Um, but but it's that's why baseball had the earliest simulations, because you could do, it was stratomatic baseball. I remember even playing on a, my computer, where you just say, like, you click the button when you're on defense, you click the pitch button, and then it pitches, and it just it just does a quick simulation of who's going to, of the hit, and, uh, you know, whatever happens. Um, and there have been games like this for going back for a long time that are basically like Dungeons & Dragons, or some sort of turn, turn you know, role-playing simulation. Um, in fact, and there have been games like this, and somebody built a football one, too. In fact, I think my uncle built one for his daughters once, but that's another, he, he was a very smart uh, mathematician. At any rate, um, somehow there'd be a way to, to do it for hockey. So I'm going to try and make that happen. I've Full disclosure, I've never even played Dungeons & Dragons, but having to listen to friends talk about it and then listen to Adventure Zone, and now being a hockey, of course, being a hockey fan, I think there's a way to make it happen. Um so, yeah, I don't know. That's my goal. That's my new season goal is to put, is to do it. So, and I'll try to make. I'll try to figure out how I could possibly record that. I mean, it would be a total ripoff of of Adventure Zone, but that's fine. So we'll see. Um, so that's uh, that's that's my objective now for 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 the time being. And uh, well, you know, maybe I'll maybe it'll happen at some point this year. But uh, until then, um, I'm just going to be keeping my eyes on the skies. Um, because the truth is in here. And uh, I'll be back pro- almost certainly Labor Day weekend with an episode. So uh, thanks for listening. I think I think we're on 16. I think that's what this was. I know I said at the top, but I'm going to do a quick El Checo of, of where we are, because I think I covered all the stuff. Let's see. Yeah, 15. So this will be 16. So um, that's it. It's just a little, it's just a little episode, but... Um, Thanks for listening if you did, and uh, I'll see you pretty soon. All right, bye-bye.